Good morning, everybody. You're tuning into the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Wednesday, June 14th, and I'm your host, Mariana Schwetze, reporting for CJRU 1280 a.m. in Toronto, and here are our top stories from today. Supreme Court Justice Russell Brown retires early amid a formal inquiry into alleged improper conduct. U.S. former President Donald Trump pleads not guilty at first indictment hearing in Miami. And in Toronto, major crime on the TTC is up and customer satisfaction is down. New City Data reviews. And then we'll hear from Samina with an exciting book recommendation for her segment, Turn the Page. So with all this news, let's get started. Supreme Court Justice Russell Brown retired early this week from Canada's top court, with this ending a disciplinary probe into a public complaint about allegedly drunk and obnoxious behavior, according to the Toronto Star. This is the first time the Supreme Court judge has quit in the middle of a formal inquiry into alleged improper conduct. According to the Toronto Star, his departure means an investigation by the Canadian Judicial Council was immediately halted. This investigation could have led to a public hearing and a possible vote in Parliament on the judge's fate. The departure also opens a vacancy that gives Prime Minister Justin Trudeau an opportunity to appoint his sixth judge to the Supreme Court of Canada. In a written statement, Brown cited the significant strain on him and his family, as well as the impact on the High Court's caseload of a lengthy investigation that he suggested was dragging on and could last in 2024. Brown maintained, as he has since the news of the complaint against him first broke in March, that he is innocent of the accusations. According to the Toronto Star, he has been accused of behaving inappropriately, harassing women and attacking a man at an Arizona resort in January. Brown was appointed just before the 2015 election by then-Prime Minister Stephen Harper and held one of two Western seats on the nine-member top court for the past eight years. Supreme Court Chief Justice Richard Wagner, who is also head of the Canadian Judicial Council, the body that oversees judicial conduct and independence, urged Trudeau to promptly replace Brown. Wagner put Brown on paid leave on February 1st, but did not publicly acknowledge that he was on leave until after news broke in March that the Judicial Council had received a complaint about him. Now in the United States, yesterday former President Donald Trump pleaded not guilty to federal charges that he broke the law by keeping and hiding top-secret documents in his Florida home. According to the Washington Post, in the coming days and weeks, the parties involved will probably discuss how soon the government will turn over evidence in the case to Trump defenses, how to handle any classified evidence in the case, and how long to pause the federal 70-day speedy trial requirement while both sides prepare any pretrial motions. A June 27th arraignment was scheduled for Trump's co-defendant, Walton Walt Nauta, because he did not have a local Florida lawyer to represent him. There was no discussion during the 45-minute court hearing of when or where Trump must next appear in court. Trump's plea was entered before U.S. Magistrate Judge Jonathan Goodman in a federal court in Miami. The former president was allowed to leave court without conditions or travel restrictions and no cash bond was required. Goodman, however, ruled that he was not allowed to communicate with potential witnesses in the case. 
Trump is currently on the campaign trail seeking to win back the presidency in a November 2024 election. According to Reuters, the charges don't seem to have a huge impact on his presidential campaign. The charges include violations of the Espionage Act, conspiracy to obstruct justice, and making false statements to investigators. None of those would automatically prevent Trump from campaigning or taking office if he is convicted. And his legal troubles have not hurt his standing with Republican voters. A writer's Ipsos poll released on Monday showed that Trump still led rivals for the Republican nomination for the 2024 presidential election by a wide margin and that 81% of Republican voters viewed the charges as politically motivated. Also, most of Trump's Republican presidential rivals have lined up behind him and accused the FBI of political bias. And now, back in Canada, new data shared early this week shows that Toronto's TTC has seen a spike in major crime. Since the beginning of the year, Toronto's transit system has been under scrutiny for a rise of violence. In an attempt to change that, city officials have introduced a number of new measures, including increasing the presence of special constables and assigning police to patrol the TTC on a regular basis. But according to the Toronto Star and the new data shared by the city on Monday, the initiatives haven't done much to cut back on major crime in public transit in Toronto. The number of incidents has climbed as public confidence in safety continues to fall. Major crimes on all Toronto transit systems, including TTC and GO Transit, in May was up more than 24% since January. There were 220 occurrences of major crime incidents last month, a notable increase from 177 during the first month of the year. Major crimes, as defined by Toronto Police, include assault, sexual assault, robbery, shootings, and other violent crimes. Meanwhile, TTC customer satisfaction with personal safety declined to 54% in May, down from 67% in January. Despite the rise in major crime, city officials say the investments are working, pointing to a statistic that shows overall offenses committed against TTC customers is down by 32% since January. In recent months, experts said there's no single cause and no simple solution for the uptick in transit violence, with some suggesting the incident stem from a wider societal problems. According to the Toronto Star, the data is part of a new dashboard published Monday that will report progress on public transit safety and well-being each month. Well, that was it for me today, and now I'll leave you with Samina for the segment Turn the Page. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. June is National Indigenous History Month in Canada a time to recognize the rich history, heritage, resilience, and diversity of First Nations, Inuit, and Métis across Toronto and all of Turtle Island. Take time to read the stories of people from the Indigenous community. Their history has been erased. We still don't know the extent of the atrocities they faced. Reading their stories lets us learn and helps keep their memories alive. Hate has no place anywhere. The title of the book is Bad Endings. The author is Carly Baker. She is of Métis Icelandic descent and lives in Vancouver. Bad Endings was a finalist for the Rogers Writers Trust Fiction Prize. It won the City of Vancouver Book Award, and the Globe and Mail named it one of the top 100 books of 2017. Bad Endings is Carly's debut novel. Don't judge a book by the title. Not all the stories end in tragedy. 
Carly has compiled stories of strong women in Vancouver who are trying to find the light in their lives. The stories range from laugh out loud to depressing to hopeful, but it never feels inauthentic. The book has fish and beasts sprinkled throughout the stories. In Shoe Shopping with the Poor Class, Carly talks about married and post-married life. She sums it up as the green light coming up between the escalator cracks and worry about getting sucked under. Mall basements filled with the maligned bones of women. Women who died alone while their husbands circled the car outside. In Shins and Elbows, she talks about the attempts to bridge the divide between us. She also talks about online dating and swiping on people in the modern intimate, talking about our lack of humanity as we try to fill the void in us by swiping left and right, based on appearance. If any of these seem at all appealing, or you need an escape, a quick commute read, this is the book for you. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library, and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at CGRU News. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next week with some more news and morning mixtape. But until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It's CJRU, 12, 8 a.m. in Toronto. I'm Mariana Schwitzer. Thanks for listening.